of THR's Amityville Watch. I'm your host, Brian, and this is episode three, Amityville 3D, also known as Amityville 3, The Demon. Uh, First off, I'd like to say thank you for continuing to listen as I go down this deep rabbit hole of Amityville movies that will probably never end. This will probably be a very long series so I do thank you in advance for sticking with me. I'm not going to get too deep into this movie. And the reason is, if you go over to the Skater Podcast Network, me and Nez, for 31 days, I believe, a year or two ago, I think it was a couple years, we did a in-depth review on Amityville 3D. Uh, We did a full review on the movie, so that is the reason I'm not going to get into deep into this movie, but this mostly is going to be my initial thoughts. Uh, I did rewatch it, so I'm going to give my thoughts on if uh, whether I liked or disliked the movie more or less this time around, and this is going to be mostly trivia, so let's... uh, Let's get into Amityville 3D, which came out November 18th, 1983, through Orion Pictures. Uh, IMDb synopsis says, A reporter moves into the Amityville house in defiance of the supernatural events connected to it and finds everyone around him besieged by the evil manifestations which are connected to a demonic presence in the basement. Uh, The stars, of course, Tony Roberts, Tess Harper, Robert Joy, Candy Clark, Lori Laughlin, Meg Ryan. Very young Lori Laughlin and Meg Ryan. This is directed by Robert Fleischer, written by David Ambrose. And um, let's get into a little bit of trivia Uh, The frost that blows out of the basement onto Candy Clark was actually warm wax. She later admitted that she had to wash her hair with detergent to get it all out. That does not seem like a great thing to go through. 
uh, let's see, the character of John Baxter is loosely based on Stephen Kaplan and his investigation of the house, who at the time was trying to prove that Lutz's story was a hoax. Uh, let's see, the film was a critical financial, a critical and financial failure when it was released, effectively killing off any plans of future Amityville-inspired films. That's what they thought at the time. For a long time, every Amityville film that came out after this one was either straight to video or made for television until MGM released the Amityville Horror 2005 remake in theaters. This film is considerably tamer in subject matter compared to the last two films, especially the second film, which dealt with the topics of domestic violence and incest, which um, still I still can't get over how crazy that second Amityville movie was. This was a deliberate change done to, to the series as a result of viewer complaints that Amityville 2, the possession was tasteless. And lastly, due to the lawsuit between the Lutz family and Dilo De Laurentiis over the storyline, which did not involve the Lutz family, Amityville 3D was not initially promoted as a sequel, and the name Lutz is never used in the film. However, the film does make reference to the original um, Amityville horror story. So this time around, uh, on this rewatch, did my thoughts change on it? I know initially I said I liked it. I think it's one of the better ones. And trust me, I've seen plenty of these Amityville movies. So I think you just should trust me. Did I like it around on this re on this uh, rewatch? And yes, I still like it. I still like the cheesy 3D effects, especially the opening title card, how it just kind of comes at you. I just, I love those cheesy 80, 80s 3D effects. And something I didn't notice uh, on previous watches, but there's, uh, in after the title card happens and it flies at you, there's like, it's the shot of that house on the outside. It's windy. And um, there's like branches that are like hitting the camera lens to, I guess, give it a more 3D effect. I, I, I really enjoyed that. And uh, another thing I also enjoyed, uh, I like this this story around. It's not just a family moving in and then slowly being tormented. It's a investigator, and he debunks stuff like this all the time and finds out that the house is super cheap because nobody wants to live there because of prior events and he buys the house moves in shit starts to happen the only thing I didn't understand was stuff would happen to people when they were nowhere near the house like it kind of followed them like the scene with um, Candy Clark I believe was the actress when um, she crashes a car and her car catches on fire. She was nowhere near the house. So I didn't understand why that happened. 
But we do get another cheesy, amazing 80s 3D scene where the burnt-up skeleton uh, that's supposed to be her when somebody opens the car door kind of leans forward towards the camera. Like I said, I love that shit. And another scene that I didn't understand why it was happening was uh, with the Tony Roberts character. Um, he was at work and he was going, uh, coming down an elevator. And then uh, I guess the demonic spirits or presence or whatever you call it was affecting the elevator and almost made the elevator crash. I just don't understand how it affects anything outside of the house and that far away from the house. But with that being said, it was nice to see Lori Laughlin and Meg Ryan show up in um, this film. I will say this time around, I did notice more how much of a freak Meg Ryan's character was always referencing stuff like, uh, People have been known to have sex with ghosts and it's amazing and that's probably why she's telling Lori Laughlin that's probably why her father bought the house and just I don't know just kind of off the wall shit like that I'm like um, just wondering what the character is really into and then you got the mom of the ex-wife of Tony Roberts character played by Tess Harper I believe um, she is not feeling the house doesn't want her daughter there and um, she ends up being right because another situation that happens outside of the house, uh, uh, some sort of boating accident causes Lori Laughlin's character to die. And while um, her mother is in the house, she thinks she sees her, but it's actually her spirit. While the body is outside uh, being tended to by the ambulance and Tony Roberts' character, Sorry, I'm saying their character, their actual names. I don't have their character names in front of me, but we'll move on. And they invite uh, Robert J's character, who is like some kind of scientist that kind of investigates all kinds of stuff. There was different things he seemed to be investigating, so I'm not sure what kind of doctor he is exactly. But... He ends up coming to investigate the house. Uh, that's when uh, shit starts to go down in the house. Um, they end up freeing Lori Laughlin's spirit, I'm assuming. And Robert J's character gets sucked in. Oh, I didn't even mention they, that this all takes place in the basement where the well is, which I, I believe we see in, in a few movies. It's like the gateway to hell, I guess. And while down there, his character dies as he's being sucked into the, the well. He gets grabbed by like a demonic monster who at first breathes fire into his face, burns his face, and then grabs him and pulls him into the well. As he's getting pulled into well, he yells for Lori Laughlin's character to get away. So I'm assuming that that, that was her spirit. Because it was like a blue light. So I'm assuming the spirit, her her soul or spirit was freed. And he gets sucked down. And then the, heart, the house starts to 
collapse and fall apart. And um, this is one thing I do like because they try to add new aspects to this. Um, they did bring back some old stuff like the flies, which I thought was a, done a little bit better this time. It looked a little bit more terrifying um, earlier in the movie with the real estate guy. He gets he goes into a room and there's flies and he gets covered by flies and eventually has a heart attack and dies. Thought that was done a little bit better than um, previous times we've seen the flies. But uh, one thing they did add was, um, I guess, the whole hell froze over kind of aspect because there was a lot of times where stuff was freezing in the house, uh, like the the uh, the previously mentioned um, scene with Candy Clark when uh, the basement started blowing freezing cold air at her and it was uh, it looked like frost but uh, they they ended they really used wax uh, before the when the house was turned down at the end um, it was freezing cold in there to the point where he was uh, Tony Roberts was trying to bust a window open but he couldn't because everything was frozen solid so I like that whole aspect they added that they added the little demon but they kept original stuff like the fly. Uh, no incest this time. No domestic violence. Uh, they kept all that out. They wanted to go a little bit more tamer. But they end up getting out of the house. And then the house explodes for some reason. But the well is intact. And a horribly CGI fly flies out of the well towards the camera. That's your end of the movie. Um, if you follow me on Letterboxd, I'm going to start ranking these ones. Um, I did say I had a better appreciation for the original one after recently rewatching it. Uh, right now, number two is better. So I don't know where three fits in. I think it's more funner than the original one, but at the same time, I think the original one is definitely the better made movie. So I think if I have to update my rankings right now, it'll be Amityville two at number one, the Amityville horror at number two, and then Amityville 3d at number three. So if you don't follow me on letterbox, uh, you can find me easy. Hit me up if you can't find me and I'll, I'll send you a link. But that's it for this one. Um, yeah, if, uh, if I hadn't have reviewed uh, this one previously with Nez, I probably would have got a little deeper into it. But I will definitely do a deep dive into the next one. Um, like I said, that concludes everything for now. Uh, for more things, uh, The Horror Returns, you can find us at um, thehorrorreturns.com. The links to everything, all the shows. There's even links to the Skater Podcast Network and the E-Society Anchor uh, feed is also on there. So hit us up. So thank you for listening. I'm going to continue to do these. So until next time, everybody be good to each other.